0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode 28 of Movie Dumpster. Our trick-or-trash month is still underway, and this week we have Idle Hands from 1999, directed by Rodman Flender. I'm Joe Escola.
1: I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor. I don't
2: have an opening gag for this movie, McGraw. Welcome to the dumpster. It's my hand, okay? It's, 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 it's like it's got a mind of its own. It makes me do things I don't want it to do. Oh, yeah, man? I used to be like that. get into all kinds of stupid shit trick is to keep yourself busy. That's why I'm always working on the Ford. Keeps me out of trouble. Idle hands are the devil's playground.
0: Hang on. This is a little chancy. I mean, this is a hobby. All the creepy things
1: are supposed to stop the
0: earth. It deals with demons. Demon resurrection and those forces which roam the forest and dark powers of man's domain. The first few pages warn that these enduring creatures may lie dormant, but are never truly dead.
1: It's Halloween gentlemen. Halloween, have you forgotten?
0: They're coming to get you, Barbara. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to get scared. Trick or Treat.
2: no I really didn't I thought long and hard about how I could incorporate that into this movie and I had nothing <laughs> idle hands I, I, Connor the devil's playpen McGraw I don't even fucking know <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a pro-wrestling name. <laughs> I'm Connor, the Devil's Playpen McGraw. You'll be brought to the Devil's Playpen. <laughs> you
0: and me, brother, Devil's Playpen. We're going to take you to
2: the Spider-Man 1 match where wrestling's both
1: real and fake.
2: Bonesaw.
1: You come up through the floor at the front entrance or by the Titan Tron, and you're like, you know, it's like Gangrel, but instead of like the, uh, Gangrel. the blood coming, I was about to get like the playpen coming up with you. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, I forgot about that fucking guy.
2: That is legitimately a fantastic wrestling parody gimmick. That's that's really good
1: <laughs> <laughs> just step over the playpen and you just march down they're all serious like you just don't even acknowledge it but i fucking i have like i have baby legs like i'm just fumbling like a baby deer you're like that uh that that, gra- that that fucking image of toad from mario that's online with the long legs if you know what i'm talking about
2: not not really but i'm just thinking of toad running down a wrestling island i left. well <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm gonna make a uh a, a kind of funny uh frankenstein bound reference and first minute of this podcast
2: oh man here we go what this is like this is i mean i mean the easy way is this is john hurt's fault because you don't find out where the fuck this hand comes from
0: (laughs) hi i'm
2: under the bed
0: i'm not (laughs) even talking about john hurt per se i'm talking about roger corman a roger corman okay Ooh, i'm intrigued go ahead slap it on
1: down Uh, apparently i don't have the page in front of me so correct me on this but uh, the director of this movie, Robin Flender, uh, he he worked for Roger Corman for years. He was like the VP of Roger Corman's production company for years.
2: This feels like a fucking Roger Corman movie. <laughs> <laughs> this must have been a back pocket idea he had while working there.
1: He, he directed it after he directed Leprechaun 2.
2: Several years after Leprechaun 2. Oh, he directed Leprechaun 2?
1: Apparently. Oh. I like
0: Leprechaun 2 a lot, and it's a better film than this movie. I don't
2: like Leprechaun 2. any of them what you're crazy
1: that first one's fine for what it is
2: i don't like leprechaun i i don't like it's the same reason i don't like child's play and I think the Leprechaun actually has an edge over Chucky because I can still palm Chuck in the forehead and boot him down a flight of stairs.
0: Leprechaun has magical powers.
2: Exactly. That's his only leg up on, on Chucky. And I still don't
1: care about Leprechaun. <laughs>
0: uh, it's a good movie.
1: I would say the leg up goes to Child's Play only because that was intended to be a rated R from the beginning and Leprechaun was supposed to be fucking PG in the beginning. No,
2: it was Was it really?
1: Yeah, PG. And then they had to go back in and fil- refilm a bunch of scenes. Or- you know
2: who currently owns the Leprechaun rights? The
1: guy that just got fucking Jason, but not the rest of the franchise. No, no. No. Y- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the wwe
2: no they do oh yeah they do because they came out with leprechaun origins they they produced the last one and put one of their dudes in it they put fucking hornswoggle in as the leprechaun i fucking saw that okay yeah, you see it you see it for like a second
0: and like if that's hornswoggle like it's been he's been it's not it's not like warwick davis in the other ones it's just like some uh, it's just like some shitty ass cgi garbage shit all right so let's uh let's get into this um so the plot of this movie Basically, Devin Sawa wakes up one day.
1: <laughs> Devin Sawa. <Sauer. laughs> he wakes up one day and his one tape player ends, and he plugs a different one in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up and he's like i'm not a child actor anymore nobody likes me so he uh so, so devin sound wakes up one day and he's got um he's got an evil hand that kills people for no reason
2: and that's it that's that's the plot there's no like we don't get like the fucking cult of thorn ask explanation nope it has nothing to do with any kind of like uh, like there's no there's no seance, there's nothing. He just got an evil hand.
0: Literally, what we find out is because he's such a lazy fucking cock in this movie. <laughs> he's he gets like pos- his hands are possessed because idle hands at a devil's playground or some shit.
2: Yeah, this entity seeks out as as. <laughs> vivica a fox (laughs) also in this movie points out it looks for the laziest fuck that it can find
0: she was just in independence day and then all of a sudden it was just like oh here's my career going down the fucking toilet
2: because what is this shit this movie shocked me because all i can think of in my head was devin Sawa. and i'm like maybe jessica alba and then seth green shows up and i'm like oh fuck and then foggy nelson from daredevil shows up and i'm like oh fuck yep (laughs) He sure does. I'm like he's also Fulton from from uh, fucking Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks, whose name I always forget.
0: His name is eldon Henson.
2: Yeah, um, along with Vivek Fox and the guy from Event Horizon who gets sucked out the airlock.
0: Yes, Baby Bear. <laughs> yeah, Baby Bear. This fucking guy's like the lost Busey. Um, isn't he also <laughs> in like the the Brady Bunch movie too as like the same character?
1: Oh, you talking about Randy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> You see. <laughs> he's a lost pussy trying to fuck vivica fox
1: he made me think of like the older pete from pete and pete or the, the fucking uh, the goon from uh children of the corn mordecai he looked like fucking mordecai
2: oh malachi yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck yeah kind of yeah like i forgot what exact year this movie came out in um, and then he pops up, I'm like <laughs> here we go. It feels like ninety-four, but it's ninety-nine. Well, no, it's definitely ninety nine because the music told me so. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> Offspring is in this fucking movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> I saw him and I was like, I totally forgot you were doing Ramon songs. What are you doing? Get out of here!
2: Yeah, that uh, that guy can
1: act. Um, you guys want to just jump into this? Yeah, because
0: that's the plot. Like Devin Sawa's got killer hands, and it's stupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a fucking what a fucking box quote that was. Devin Sawa's got killer hands, and it's stupid. Joe <laughs> Scola, movie dumpster. <laughs> Excuse
0: me, hand, not hands. <laughs> It's a fucking, It's already misleading from the title because it's like.
2: Yeah, <laughs> idle hand doesn't sound quite as good.
0: Yeah. Well, no, it's idle hand because he's like, yeah. Well, I fucking jerk off with this other one and smoke weed with this one, so this is my idle one, and that's why it a demon in it or something. Like what the fuck? I'm. <laughs> I love your summation of this movie, dude. I was lit. My fucking brain was melting when I was watching this, because I like. I get it. Like I get it. So so this movie is it's 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 a big in joke right like it's it's a it's a whole gag oh yeah like it's a black comedy horror whatever
2: it's very violent i wasn't ready for that i knew that it kind of was but like the problem with this is all these jokes suck i wouldn't say all of them suck but this movie the problem is not all of these jokes work but the movie is like it's hot shots-esque where like there's not a single moment that goes by where someone's not quipping or a joke is happening or physical comedy is occurring yeah but but hot shots is funny yeah because hot shots is written by like a group of like fucking maniacs like <laughs> wasn't it like by the same guys who did like airplane yes
1: i mean we'll, we'll get into it in the movie but I, I think it's definitely a case of them just trying to get as many jokes in there as possible and just hoping some of them land i will
2: say like Devin saw was physical acting with Hand antics. Oh, it's great. Is very it's very amusing, especially when he later on when he rings the doorbell and then launches himself off the deck with just his finger.
1: Well, it's like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar level.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like beating his own ass for the sake of entertainment.
1: So this movie, even though we've, we've been talking about Devin Sawa, uh, it actually opens with Fred Willard.
0: Yeah, for like five seconds, which is a damn shame.
2: Here's what my dumbass did. I last night I was like, I know this guy. Who is that? I type in Fred Ward. Fuck. <laughs>
1: Definitely not the same person. (laughs) That's fucking great. And I was like, oh, shit, that's the guy from Tremors.
0: I wish it was Fred Wood. He's like, oh, they're under the
1: goddamn ground.
2: Oh, my stupid lazy son. God damn it. Where's Kevin Bacon? idle hand, uh,
1: (laughs) burf. And, uh... His wife looks really familiar, but I didn't really reco- I, c- I couldn't find her name in anything in particular. She just has a very recognizable face. She
2: reminded me of. Um, she reminded me of the love interest from Space Mutiny. She's from something, and I
0: and I couldn't put my finger on it either. And I I even looked her up, and I'm looking through her, her IMDb, and I'm like, who the fuck is this woman? But I still couldn't put my finger on it.
1: So that so they have this little quip where the wife is just basically like, Oh, yeah, Fred Willard, because I don't remember his name. Uh, did, did you uh, blow all the candles out downstairs? He's like, oh, yeah, I did it.
2: His name is literally Dad Tobias. I
1: think she says Gary or some shit, but he's not even credited as it. Uh, this is taking
2: place on Halloween, so their whole house is decked out in jack-o'-lanterns and all kinds of shit.
0: Yes. And it's insinuated that, like, oh, these people go all out for Halloween. You know, they put the fucking fake heads in everywhere, and they fucking blood and all that shit, and spider webs or whatever. Um, but not really.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it, it's cool looking, but it's
2: not. I wouldn't consider that all out. Now my neighbors went all out by having like people hide in fucking ditches he dug in his front yard to jump out at folks.
0: There's not a fucking Halloween decoration to be had except at the school. And, like, one, like, witch thing at
2: Jessica Alba's house. Like, hanging on the door. Yeah.
0: There's no fucking jack-o'-lanterns anywhere.
2: Yeah, it seems like these people go all out because the rest of town is like, we fucking hate Halloween.
0: Which is hilarious because this is where they shot the original Halloween.
1: Oh, my God. Is it really? Wait, really?
0: Yeah, this is the town where they shot the original Halloween.
1: They were probably like, get out of here. They hear a noise and Fred Weller goes to go check it out. I forget the series of events, but at some point, there's fucking written on the ceiling in like uh blacklight ink.
2: Oh, that happens before he goes downstairs. They turn the lights off and then it says, I'm under the bed. And they go, oh my god! <laughs> this must be an Anton prank. I'm like, Oh, that's a thing. He never plays a single prank on anybody else the rest of the film, by the way. No. She's like, oh, you
0: know Anton and his crazy pranks. I'm like, do we know Anton and his crazy pranks? So we never <laughs> we never get there. He's just a fucking stoner, douchebag, fucking loser. And I hate him.
2: Sorry. <laughs> I would hate Anton if I knew him in real life. He looks like he smells like a bag of shit. Man, your your contempt for this is, is a little more... I would say it's on par with House of the Dead. <laughs>
0: it's just kind of, because this movie's like nothing to me. We'll get, I mean, you know, we'll get that to the end of the episode. But, like, it's just, I don't know. It, this movie is just like a bunch of, of bad jokes strung together that, and, like, five of them land and then by the end of the movie you're like, what the
2: fuck did I just watch? I appreciate this movie an aesthetic level. But anyway, uh yeah, so they're like, ah, crazy Anton, that's when I think is I think it's Gary. Whatever. He's Gary Tobias now. He goes downstairs and presumably murdered off screen. Um, and then the cat jumps in the bed. There's like a classic like cat scare. And I get it. Like it's supposed to be goofy, but it's There's like six fake jump scares, like, strung together very like sarcastically. Yeah. Complete with like <laughs> Like Friday the Thirteenth, fucking uh, violin strikes. I mean, that's the whole point of the film.
0: But it, yeah. again, it, like it never really, it never really nails that tone. Like it never really nails like um, like student. Bo- have you guys ever seen Student Bodies? I think I know of it. It's like a spoof of like a bunch of sl- of like all the slasher movies, and it's done so fucking well. Um, it's like scary movie five, like, three or or three decades before Scary Movie even came out. But it's really funny.
2: I don't... Horror comedy, like, especially... I think horror parody is rarely done very, very well. One, because uh, horror parody is almost as... uh, offensively uh common as like directed dvd slashers right i think there's like 75 saturday the 13th movies or saturday the 14th movies who the fuck cares is there i thought there was just one uh there's the blame asylum that's all i have to say fuck that company
0: they responsible for all the tripe in this world.
2: Yeah, so so they so uh so dad
0: Tobias goes downstairs and uh mom Tobias is like, "What's that noise? I think he's dead." So he she goes down there. And uh <laughs> and I think he's dead. <laughs> yeah, basically.
2: You're going to do every character impression in this movie.
0: <laughs> I am because that's all it is. It's just bleh. So, uh, so she goes downstairs and
2: um, she dies. <laughs> uh, I forget exactly how.
1: But not, but not before berating her husband about not blowing out those jack o' lantern candles.
2: Yeah, she goes downstairs and she looks for him, and she, I think, oh, that's right. She slips on some blood or something. Yes, that's it. It's at the bottom of the
0: stairs, right?
2: Yeah, she gets up and runs back upstairs, and then she goes to call the police. But she picks the phone, and her hands are trembling so much, she can't even make it land on nine. So so she goes, nine, stall, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, and one, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. And then before she can do that, she is clutched and dragged under a bed and then turned into
1: a big pile
2: of uh, strawberry jelly.
1: Where the hell is Isaac Hayes when you need him?
0: (laughs) That's right, that's right.
1: He could have been off screen right into the line.
0: Nine
2: one one one. one.
1: one. <laughs> she would have been okay.
0: They, they actually make this that joke in this movie, and it's fucking awful. I think Seth Green says it. Call nine one one. What's the number? Because she's a stoner. Uh, yeah, this woman like gets pulled under the bed, and fucking a giant like blood splatter shoots out. It look okay. The gore in this movie is great. I um I like it. It's fun. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like I'm I'm waiting for like people to die at this point now, because I'm just like, I just don't want to listen to Devin Sawa fucking bitch and moan anymore about his hand. <laughs>
2: I'm just like just let people die. <laughs> Dang, I like how Joe's empathy is completely defeated by Devin Sawa being so vastly unlikable. He is fucking awful in this film. I don't think his performance sucks. His character is abys- his character is insufferable.
0: So it like it like cuts. Um, this kid apparently sleeps in the attic and like has the pull downstairs, like keeping him upstairs. You remember like how like Clark Griswold gets like stuck up in the attic, even though that's not how that works. Um, like he's up in the attic like that, but then the cat is up in the attic with him. And I'm like, how the fuck did that cat get up there?
1: Before the mother gets killed, she goes and opens up the attic and calls to him and, you know, not knowing that it's him because you don't find out for another, like, 15 minutes. Oh, spoiler! <laughs> well, we already talked about it in the intro. <laughs> and, uh, I, I guess, you know, again, you know, I like to fucking read a lot into these movies. I'm assuming that she just left it open, but if not, yeah, I don't know how the fuck that cat guy got in there.
2: Here's how the cat got in the fucking attic, okay? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Just like how What's-His-Nuts from American Werewolf in London survived the Eiffel Tower incident, a small portal appeared between the attic floor and the the, the ceiling below, and the cat jumped up, and then John Hurt was like, and close," and that was it. <laughs> I'm under your bed. At this point he's just he's just he's just willy nilly opening portals over time and space seeing what will fall through. Because he's irresponsible, get it?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so fucking Devin Sawa like wakes up and like Sean said before, he like this was so weird for me and I'm just like processing it now. But like Yeah, he's, like, listening to uh, headphones and then, like, wakes up. He's listening to some awful
1: thrash rock.
0: Yeah, but he's like he, like, wakes up and he's, like, listening to these headphones and then he, like, unplugs them and then plugs, like, a fresh one in. Because
1: I think the idea that they're trying to get across is that he listened to this all night, the tape ends and that wakes him up, and then he plugs into his other one so he doesn't have to fucking rewind it because he's lazy. I
0: guess... Is that what we're doing
1: here? Like, he's too lazy? I mean, it's a blink and you miss a gag. It's, you know, it's never brought up again. No.
2: It's also, it's just one of the things that makes this movie so hilariously 90s because he, it's... It's one very large tape player. I think it's, it's a large tape player with big-ass fucking headphones and then a tiny one. <laughs> yeah. with little with, with smaller headphones. And it, all of them look so—even the smaller ones look cumbersome. And the tape player caught me way off guard. So I'm like, oh, my God, that, that was an actual Walkman.
0: So he fucking he puts his headphones on and he goes downstairs and he's, like, making cereal. And he's like, Mom, there's no milk. Ma, there's no dog food. And I'm like, you fucking, like, this guy, I fucking hate this guy so much. So he's eating his fucking cereal, and he's sitting on his couch watching MTV, and he just looks like shit. Like, he looks like the dude if the dude wasn't cool and, like, a fucking hobo
2: he looks like the dude going through puberty <laughs> he's got like no well, he kind of is he's a high school student
0: pretty much so he has a fucking huffer around his neck like for asthma but it's n- it's just a bowl <laughs> it's a bowl piece so, so then he fucking sparks up and he's watching fucking tv and then he like runs out of weed and then he like calls foggy nelson for some weed <laughs>
2: And he's like, "No, Matt, I can't watch you kill yourself anymore." Wait, wrong film. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Come on, man." He's like, "Come
0: over and bring me weed." He's like, "I'm not fucking Dominoes." <laughs> he's like, "All right, I'm, oh, I guess I'll have to come over now." So he goes outside, and like the gag is like he lives across the street.
1: And he doesn't give a fuck. He puts his mom's slippers on. He's got his underwear like on, still no pants.
0: Yeah, he looks like a fucking train wreck. And he wears this outfit through the entire film. By the way. He never changes. It just gets bloodier. It get, there's blood, there's shit, piss, and sweat all over this fucking thing. And some for some reason, Jessica Alba wants to fuck him for whatever reason. So he goes over to Foggy Nelson's house and he climbs in the basement window. And Seth Green's there. <laughs>
2: like how you said it, like, you're like, and Seth Green was there. Because when
0: Seth Green is in any movie, he's just the same character. I know, but I like Seth Green
2: immensely, so it's fine with me. He's all right, but, like, he always plays the same fucking guy. Yeah, but I like that about him. I don't want him to be anything else. I guess. I don't know. He's got, like, no range whatsoever. He, like, just, he... He, like, literally plays himself in everything. He's, he's Scott Evil all the time.
0: Yeah, basically, basically. Anyway, he smokes a lot of weed in this movie. Um, and there's a lot of stoner jokes, and that's basically what this exchange is. It's just a bunch of stoner jokes. And they're like, oh, you got weed? And he's like, no, I don't got weed. And he's like, you sure? And he's like, nope. And then he leaves, and he's like, I got weed. Let's smoke it. Yeah, and then they rip a
1: bong that has huge tits on it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of bong ripping in this film. I want to take a moment, because you said he was watching MTV, and I think they're listening to music again here. I want to uh, list some names off the soundtrack real quick, just to really crystallize the era that we're in. Uh, Static X, Unwritten Law, The Offspring, as we previously mentioned, Zebrahead. Uh Rob Zombie. Uh BTK Sublime Nikki Six and Rancid. Nikki Six? Oh I'm sorry. It's uh, written by Nikki Six before my Motley Crew. I skipped over that part. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say Shout of the Devil. I was like Motley Crue? I was like Nikki Six is credited and that's it? No, I skipped over that part. I'm very tired, everybody.
0: They were like, yeah fuck Vince Neal, whatever. <laughs> They fucking they play Shout of the Devil like 20,000 fucking times. That's the only tape that Randy has in his car.
1: <laughs> Which is actually where we... This is where we meet Randy, isn't it? Well, no. First, Devin Sawa, he's like in the basement with uh, fucking P-Nub and Mick. That's their names, by the way. Yeah. P-Nub. Fucking Fulton is P-Nub and fucking Seth Green's Mick, but, you know, who cares? Um, they're down there like bullshitting and they, they mention... Uh, you, they hear, like, a, a motorcycle, and fucking Devin Sawa, like, runs to the window. They're like, ah, oh, here she comes, the, the girl he's in love with, and it's uh, Jessica Alba.
0: You grew up next door to her for, like, 20 years, man, and you never said hi, man. Go do it, you
2: pussy. Do it, Peter. Go talk to Mary Jane. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, the, the only other information you really get out of the scene besides that is that there's a Halloween party at the school the next day. And that uh, when uh, Jessica Alba's character Molly drives by, she accidentally drops like this book that Devin Sawa's like,
2: oh, it's her lyric notebook. I want to talk about that dance for a second because this is probably one of the most contrived, um, like, shove a square peg into a round hole way to get a bunch of people in one place for a horror movie. It's like... well there's a a serial
1: killer so the school
2: has a dance that 20 year olds can go to
1: I don't think that's too out of left field a lot of movies do that I don't think that's too crazy
2: the dance is the least of my problems it's the third of only three locations you get to in this movie because two thirds this take place in Anton's house most of it does yeah Yeah.
1: or at the uh, Jungle Burger the fucking Jungle Burger (laughs) I forgot that's what it was called
0: (laughs) the twins
1: oh yeah you get that information here too
0: there has been like a rash of killing across the city and um a lot of them are high school kids um and among them are these twins that go to the high school and it's they're like a running gag throughout the fucking movie for whatever reason yeah we see their ears later um they're fucking well we'll get to it that was (laughs) that made that fucking scene made me laugh out loud (laughs) i thought it was hilarious uh anyway so
1: yeah he, he he catches up with molly and he goes to give her the notebook back. And before that, his friends were joking, oh, yeah, you think he's going to actually talk to her? And Seth Green's like, nah. And then he, he hands it to her at the door. And he fucking, like, runs off like fucking Roadrunner. Yeah, he
2: slams the book into her face and then, like, leaps over the fucking barric- the balcony of her deck and runs home.
0: Yeah, she's absolutely smitten by this
2: douchebag.
1: <laughs> I don't get it, though. Me neither. Like, I don't hate the guy as much as you do, but, like, at the same time, like, why haven't they ever talked if apparently she's immediately into him the second that she actually has a conversation with him for like a half a second. I
2: don't I don't think it it's it's like here's the thing. He is a fucking dirtbag.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, he is for sure.
2: She must have like she must be like clinically obsessed with him. Was she Helga? Yes. <laughs>
0: it's not even like a class thing like oh he's lower class and she's upper class or whatever. It's just like she takes showers and he doesn't <laughs> ever.
2: Remember the episode of Futurama where the uh, like that supervisor comes in and Fry is so filthy. Um, she can't help but get turned on by him and basically has that affair with him.
1: Dirty, dirty boy.
0: <laughs> he, he looks like he should be on the fucking set of Street Trash. This fucking guy.
1: He made me think of like you know he what what's his face. Job. Jason Lee's character from Mallrats, he made me think of.
0: Kind of, yeah.
2: He could totally fit in the background of a Kevin Smith movie.
0: I thought this was a Kevin Smith movie.
2: This was, this was like, you can tell that Half-Baked must have come out either, like, around the corner from this <laughs> or something. Because, like, I don't remember seeing a movie in recent memory that had this many just, like, weed lulls.
1: Not not to mention, just as an aside, at one point, fucking Seth Green shoves an entire bud of fucking marijuana in, in Devin Sawa's, like, uh... Fucking inhaler pipe, and I'm just in my head. I'm just thinking, no, what? Like, what the fuck are you doing right now? <laughs> that, that was the whole diamond bank.
2: That was twenty dollars. You just fucking lit on fire. <laughs> yeah.
1: We <laughs> can just keep it in there. So this is when you get introduced to Vivica A. Fox.
2: Yeah, whose character is apparently a dru- d- uh, druid, maybe? A druid. It's so fucking vague. And you get that information through one joke. And that's all it's, it's all it's
1: ever talked about. I'm kind of, a, like, two minds of that. Like, part of me is like, yeah, it's not really explained, so that's kind of dumb. But the other part of me is, every time it's brought up, it's played up for laughs. Not that they always land, but it almost always is played up for a laugh. And I'm like, okay, they clearly knew it sounded stupid. And that's the angle they went with it.
0: But why bother? This, she's like fucking Creighton Duke, man. She's, like, looking for this fucking <laughs> hand. She, like, goes to this penitentiary... And she, like, finds this dude, like, this killer guy who's on death row or whatever. And she, like, goes, uh, he, like, he's about to be executed. And she, like, disguises herself as a nun. And she goes in there to, like, see this guy to, I guess, murder him. uh, Because he has the demon in his hand. Because she's part of this uh, cult who has, like, passed on for centuries, like, this, uh, the lineage of, like, going to kill this demon. That lives in people's hands, idle hands, get it? Arr. So, uh, she, she like goes to see this guy, and his hands like all fucking shriveled up and shit. And I guess doesn't have the demon anymore. She's like, "God damn it!" And then she just leaves. And like, I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, "Okay, wait, is it just one demon that like goes, that like hops into different people's hands, like fucking fallen with Denzel Washington? Is it like a Zazel's hand?"
1: Yeah, I mean, she goes back to her jeep, and she has like that map. Which you know she has like all the park spots that she's tracked it down up until this point.
2: Oh god! Oh my god! I forgot about this moment entirely. She draws like a fucking. She draws the. She connects the dots on the map. It's a fucking pentagram. I I was that and like she's gonna make a pentagram, but I'm like, but also you could come to various conclusions about how these all connect because they're, like, three over here and, like, one way down to the left and, like, one over here, and then she like she's like, um, pentagram. Coincidence at best.
1: I mean, it's literally in there just for foreshadowing. That's yeah. What, and, and just to get her to her location.
2: And, I'm like, I'm watching and I'm like, you could probably make a dog out of those dots, too. They were kind of all over the place. It's just
0: fuzzy. I know it's stupid, but I, like, I care about that shit. And if you're going to, like... Put a little bit of thought into anything in them in this movie, it should be that, in my opinion. Just give the hand a little bit more lore.
1: So you 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 cut back to Devin Sawa and he's just like minding his own business. He picks up the dog food, he picks up the milk, and he's on his fucking bike, and these two douchebag cops like just fucking take him out on the side of the road.
2: One of them's from fucking Tammy the T Rex, isn't he? Sean Whalen. I was just about to say, (laughs) here he is again. Oh
1: my god, I didn't even pick up on that.
0: This is this scenes basically pulled right out of fucking Clockwork Orange. They're like, they're like, yeah, we used to be droogies, but uh, now we're fucking cops and now we're gonna beat your ass and write you up or whatever.
1: Well, these guys, they're all pissed off. They're like, oh, when we were in high school with you, why didn't you ever burn with us? And he's like, because you guys were losers. And they're like, oh, wise guy.
2: Oh, yeah? <laughs> we're cops now. We can beat you to death legally. We can frame you for whatever. So
0: they throw him up against the fucking fence.
2: They straight up say that!
0: Yeah, they don't give a fuck. I feel like this is, happens a lot. So, they try to bust them on whatever he's doing but this is it's so
2: unwarranted because he's literally like walk. the scene is weird because they just knock him over like he's minding his own fucking business and they just assault him yeah so they try to so they
0: try to get him on like a bag of weed but the bags empty so they like throw it on the ground they're like oh here's a ticket for littering so foggy nelson tells Devin sawa that he doesn't have any weed even though he has weed why they don't give it to him i don't know
1: because he probably always smokes their weed they're like fuck that
0: he's buying it from them what the fuck does he care no i I think, he's, I think he's mooching. Oh, he's mooching. Oh, okay. This makes sense then. Then he's like, yeah, go home and smoke fucking, what is it? Oregano and nutmeg. It'll get you high. So he takes, so Devin Sawa takes this fucking uh, ticket for littering and rolls a joint of nutmeg and Oregano and smokes it.
2: And then vomits. Like he should have. And then he kind of freaks out a little bit. He takes the Dawn soap and he fucking pours it right in his mouth. That did have to, I imagine. I was like, what would that taste like? I'm like, it would probably taste like asshole.
0: It has a light pecan after dinner taste.
1: Well, he does this. You know, he washes his mouth out literally and then he goes to make himself like a a bologna and fucking mayo sandwich while he's watching like this provocative video on MTV. So he's not like paying attention. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. He pulls out this fucking knife and there's like blood all over it. His fucking like f- parents' blood. And he's like slopping this fucking mayonnaise on this bologna
2: sandwich. It made me uncomfortable because I'm like, were you. Pay attention to what you're doing, please, because you're just getting mayonnaise everywhere.
0: Yeah, look at the sandwich. Like, you could be putting that anywhere.
2: (laughs) And that's a weird hang-up I know, but I was like, oh, stop it.
0: And then he fucking takes a bite of the bologna, and then, like, does he, like, taste it and
2: realize it, or, like, see it and realize it? No, he looks down and sees the bloody knife and then puts the sandwich down, and then he sees his cat, like, eating a fucking eyeball.
1: Anton freaks out when he sees the blood, and and I forget how this series of events happens, but he... He bumps into the fucking jack-o'-lanterns that are, like, on these, at least in the beginning of the movie, on, like, scarecrows. But now when they fall over, it's his fucking dead parents.
2: Yeah, it's supposed to be the American Gothic couple with jack-o'-lantern heads or some shit. But they're in the house. Like, why aren't they outside?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, also, like, like I don't care
2: how, how much of a loser you are. They would start to smell by now.
1: Well, before he smokes all that weed in his uh, inhaler, he does light, like, six fucking incense uh, sticks, to be fair so he probably couldn't smell a goddamn thing
2: Th- that house probably smells like east meets west <laughs> let's also be fair this guy hasn't showered in like four fucking weeks so that's just his <laughs> funk stinking
1: up the fucking house he goes outside to hurl after he sees this and then uh, p-nub and fucking seth green show up and they're like oh hey man what's going on <clears throat> and they come inside and he's freaking out and he's like oh my god my fucking parents are dead oh my god but they come in and they're like watching MTV. They're like, oh, man, I didn't know they even had this video on TV anymore. I thought it got banned.
0: His fucking two live crew. Pop that coochie. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, shake that ass. Let me see them tits. And I'm like, what the fuck? They like walk right. Pa- I mean, that was kind of funny. They walk right past his dead parents. so funny.
1: <laughs> And then he's like, uh, no, look, uh, he turns the TV off and they see it. And then fucking Peanut is like, oh, my God. And he, like, gets down on his knees and tries to, like, resuscitate Fred Willard.
0: <laughs> I'm always a fan of that gag. Like,
1: Wasn't there one like that in Gnome uh, Named Norm? Yeah,
2: when the guy falls out of the fucking uh, hearse and the guy's, like, trying to give him mouth to mouth. But he does the full-on, like, balls of a fist and, and hammer fists his fucking dead dad's corpse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, like, punching him. And he's like, dude, don't punch my dad. <laughs> he's like, sorry, I saw it work in a movie once. So, uh, they, they see that... And I think they see uh, – oh, someone knocks over, like, uh, a fucking – a bag of, like, onion rings that they got from uh, Jungle Burger. Um, and uh, there's, like, two, like, fucking cooked ears in there that fall out. And they're, like, two left ears. <gasps> the twins. <laughs> I didn't get the joke. And I'm like, wait. What?
1: They also, they also find, like, um, a, a ripped part of a shirt in the mother's, like, hand. And then it's, like, Devin Sawa, like, pulls back his jacket, and, he, and it's, like, exactly the right, like, fucking piece. Yeah. And Oh, yeah, and then there's also, in the corner, like, by the fucking basement door, there's, like, written in blood, Ant. They're
2: like, Ant? Oh, my God, your, your parents are killed
1: by ants? And then Devin Sawa, I think, is the one that actually puts it together. He's like, I think I did it. Yeah,
2: he's started to put it together first, and his friends are, like, they just go sit in the couch and start fucking watching more TV.
1: Well, they start to believe him, and then, uh... Fucking peanut but he fucking takes a quick hit once he realizes oh shit.
0: Everybody is reaching for that reefer when some shit happens. When some shit goes down, they like need it like fu- like the like they're shooting a bottle of fucking whiskey. Uh
1: I honestly if I was in their situation, I would do the exact same thing.
2: I wouldn't smoke fucking weed. No. <laughs> that would fucking I would be bugging out. But uh, at some point Mick eventually takes the piece of shirt and kind of aligns it with Devin Sawa's shirt and they're like, The killer's in your house, and Devin Sawa goes, the killer's in me. Yeah, he goes, he goes, The killers were your shirt. Mick and uh and anton end up in the kitchen and and makes like let's you know what we're gonna we're gonna call some help and we're we're gonna smooth this over and this is when like you actually start to see the hand do shit because the whole movie it hasn't done a fucking thing so far no because it's all happening off screen and it just goes it goes full evil dead just buck nutty on fucking seth green um and smashes a beer bottle and stabs him in the fucking forehead with it. Yeah,
0: because he, co- he goes to try to call the cops.
2: Yeah. And Devon's like, no, you can't call the cops because I'm the killer.
0: And he's like, what are you talking about, man? Well, then
1: then nubs fucking, he he kind of sees this happening and he's like freaking out. And uh Anton is just kinda like, Hey man, it's because you made me smoke that that fucking nutmeg and uh oregano. <laughs> it's driving me nuts See, if that was
0: the reason why his hand was possessed, I would give this movie another five points because <laughs> Because that's funny, like, I don't know. Well, because any any sane person would not do that. No. So I thought that would be fucking funny as hell if like he smoked that shit and then like went insane. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, his hand became possessed by by some
2: way of, like, some weird ritual that he did when he was fucked up on. It's some old, like, fucking Celtic, uh, like, fucking murder ritual <laughs> or something along those lines. Yeah, right? It's fucking, it's the feast of Samhain. Like, <laughs> just fucking, <laughs> it could have been anything. Samhain demands blood, oregano, and what was the other thing? <laughs> Nutmeg. <laughs>
0: But you got to put it in the peace pipe that looks like a pumpkin.
2: It's a very specific ritual. <laughs> oh, you got to smoke it in the backyard with your potatoes. Uh, So I can't remember how, but uh, oh, yeah, Peanut goes to run from him. And uh, Devin Saw was like, no, you can't go in the basement. There's no way out. And he's like, I'm just going to go down there anyway.
1: He's already like midway down when he says that. And he just is like, "Uh, OK, like, what do I do now?
0: He grabs a trowel. And I was like, is this like a callback to like Night of the Living Dead?
2: Oh, I didn't even think about that. But that's interesting. Maybe I'm reaching too far, but it could be. So they have kind of a weird stand- off and uh, Devon saw hand is going completely insane. He's trying to get him to get him to leave. He does so nearly successfully. Um, and then the hand reaches over, grabs a saw blade, frisbee at this dude, and it slices his head clean off. We all remember the Tay Diggs CGI face
0: fall, right?
2: Oh, where his head falls off. His I mean, his face falls off his head like it's a fucking feather.
0: Yeah, and it looks like fucking shit garbage. Well, this is done really well with a mix of practical and CGI. Like this is the, this, I will give it this, <clears throat> this movie does a really good job with the mixing, uh, the practical stuff with the CGI stuff.
2: I was going to say the same thing because a lot of the stuff with this character and his severed head coming up is all, I'm like, yeah, it's never distracting. And it's never so bad I have to point it out.
0: No, and I like it. Like it's it's fun. It's fun stuff. Like the zombie the zombie stuff. And again, the like, gore and the zombie stuff. And this is good. I like it a lot. It's the highlight of this film easily. Like that's the only reason I would watch this movie is for those parts. <laughs> yeah, the hand like throws a fucking saw blade and cuts his head off, and he like falls backwards down the stairs, and his head falls off, and it looks awesome.
1: And then Devin Sawa goes to watch a little TV. Yeah,
0: he goes to sit down, just chill out. Yeah. He goes and sits and he, like, tries to smoke a bowl, doesn't he? And he's, like, watching fucking, uh... He's, like, watching MTV, and then, like, the hand, like, wants to to watch, like, horror
1: movies? (laughs) Well, the hand, the hand keeps switching to other stations that have hands on the screen at the time that it changes to it. Because first it is like a hand horror movie, like a hand coming out of the ground, and then he switches to something else, and then it comes back to just hands.
2: A hand with like eight fucking fingers? What the fuck was that about? That I, could, I, was, like, I was like, is that the six-fingered man? The 5,000 fingers of Dr. T? And so, yeah, he has this kind of just standoff with his own hand, and then the cat jumps on the table, so the hand picks it up by the tail, whips it around hurls it out the window and across the street (laughs) like a
0: fucking bolo he like flims swings it around and throws it out the fucking window
2: and uh uh being 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 someone who works in a veterinary hospital this hurt me in ways i wasn't ready for
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's funny is like not only does he just throw the cat out the window and you see it fly out the window but like there's like four different cuts of it sailing across the fucking neighborhood (laughs)
2: into a fucking trellis
1: yeah right outside fucking jessica alba's house it lands in a bush and it's still alive i don't know how well it's never seen again so i don't know if it's alive
2: well it's, it's making noise when he goes to look for it it's growling at him and i'm presuming it just stayed there for the rest of the film so it's like fuck this <laughs> he um he he basically arouses some attention haha uh from molly and um oh no i'm sorry the hand basically realizes she's there and the hand like Drags him up this fucking, this, de- this, like, little porch looking thing.
0: Yeah, the hand wants, the hand wants Jessica Alba, so it's, like, pulling him
2: towards her house. And I, like, Devon Saw was actually doing some pretty good physical stuff here. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, his hand looks like it's actually throttling him and throwing him all across his fucking porch. Um, and it's I said earlier, it rings the doorbell, and then he, like, takes his hand and just, he, like, grabs his own hand to pull it off the doorbell, and then in doing so, like, he pulls himself all hard he basically just like planks over the fucking railing of this porch and just like back bumps on the front y- uh front yard right into a bush
1: and then uh then then molly answers the door in like these like short as hell pajamas and she's like uh you know aren't you a little old for do- uh ding dong ditch and he's like oh uh, no she's already in like she's
2: already in like porno levels of like Like, oh, hello there, clothing? Like, hello, plumber man?
0: Yeah, I have a leak. Could you come in and fuck me? Uh, so... She's like, yeah. She's basically giving him the fucking bedroom eyes. Like, yeah, want to come inside? You smell like shit and you look like garbage. But hey, you're covered in blood. That's not suspicious. I, I kind of want you. You're turning me on here. <laughs> you have a very appealing musk.
1: Mind you, the whole time his hand is freaking out. Yes.
0: Yeah, his hands like free. Yeah, his hands freaking out again. Like Evil Dead too. Like 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 the Ash, Evil Ash, when it's like smashing the fucking plates on his head. Except it's not making funny noises. No, I know it doesn't have like that much of a personality. I wish it did. I wish it like screeched and like gave people the finger and shit but it doesn't
1: so somehow somehow it comes up that like because he won't like spill the bean she's like why don't you come in and talk about it and he's like ah no but the hands like pulling him inside and uh they end up in her bedroom and she like
0: throws her vagina into his face (laughs)
1: yeah pretty much i mean he he's he's in there and he's like oh yeah you had that lyric notebook she's like oh you didn't read it did you he's like yeah and he like recites like some corny lyric that she apparently wrote back to her and she's like really turned on so she goes over by her fucking uh record player and starts putting on this this like seductive music while he's in the background like with this fucking hand doing like a fucking puppet show
2: and then and then the hand grabs like 97% of her ass really fucking hard <laughs> <laughs> Palms it like a fucking Harlem Globetrotter, man. Even if I had a girlfriend and I walked up and grabbed her like that, she might throw an elbow out of instinct.
0: If I walked up on my fiance and did that, she would turn around and smack me in the face. <laughs> and he does it with such a veracity that's just like, he's going to rip this fucking cheek off.
1: But she's really into it.
2: Yeah, she's like, oh, I, oh yeah, you made the move first. All right, and let's do it. So then she basically knocks him into the bed and they have a makeout session. And the hand is like trying to rip her ear off or
1: something? I don't even know what it was doing. Well, trying to choke her to
0: death. It's trying to choke her, yeah. But she's into that too. She's like, yeah, alright.
1: You know, he, he then eventually is like, uh, hold on a second. Uh, and sh- he, she uh, basically allows him to, like, fuck with his hand. I don't know why she's not, like, creeped out that his hand is just doing what he's not telling it to do.
2: Oh, yeah, he just, yeah, well, he also, he like, fucking ties it to the bedpost. He's like, I'm ready.
1: <laughs> and then, like, it fades out, implying there's been some time pass, and then it fades back in, and it's like, oh, shit, my parents. And then she says, like, some line, like, oh, uh, I don't think the pastor wants to hear his daughter getting fucked. You better come back later. She says it with a little bit more class than that, but...
2: (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Um, So he goes back home um, and then buries his parents and his friends.
0: And then he's, like, having a sermon for him. He's like, ah, thanks for being my parents. You were real nice or whatever um and you guys were good friends
2: and i'm sorry that i killed you and i buried you bye uh and then uh his two friends just come back from the dead <laughs> can somebody please
0: tell me what the fuck the point of this is like i know we have like a supernatural hand right um and the zombie thing is kind of cool but like They're basically just like, yeah, we walk towards the light, but then I was like, I gotta smoke some more joints or whatever, and then we didn't go to the light, and it was, like, really far away, so we just decided to become zombies.
1: I think you just nailed it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's no cause to have zombies, and and there are. I wanted
1: Fred Willard to come back as a
2: zombie, but he didn't.
1: I was thinking that in the back of my head. I was like, ah, Fred, you don't get the same treatment.
2: That would have been fucking hilarious. Instead I got this. Anton, you murdering me is the most proactive thing you've done in your whole life. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. You lazy bastard,
1: <laughs> you lazy schmuck. He buries them all and yeah, they they basically he hears Seth Green through the ground like, "Hey, you no, know, I'm not dead, I'm not dead." And they basically come out of the fucking ground like Frankenstein's monster or some shit and they start choking him out.
2: Well, no, they um they they hit him in the head with a shovel.
0: Yeah, they just like knock him out and then they're just like eating his cheese doodles and watching television
1: yeah well he goes to sleep or they put him in bed and then he's he just, just thinks oh shit that was a crazy dream and he comes down they're both down they're dead and the fucking uh the, the p-nubs got his fucking head like in his lap and uh seth green has this fucking beer bottle poking out of his fucking forehead and he's like oh my god you guys really did die and there's this bit from earlier in the movie where uh uh, fucking seth green throwing the uh cheese poofs into into p-dubs mouth and now it's just p-dubs fucking head on a sofa and he's just like throwing the fucking cheese balls at his face and they're
2: just fucking hitting the eye and shit and <laughs> that's pretty good Devin saw so was like what the fuck and that's where you get the explanation that they've come back in the dead um because they're just stoners man and they didn't want to go to heaven dude because it's really really far and it's a long walk
1: you have this character that's like seen briefly in a couple scenes this guy randy that we mentioned a few times um, he's just like this kind of dude that lives next door to Devin. He's always wearing like the fucking Metallica shirt, and he's got this big fucking truck that he drives. He's
2: also he's also Matthew McConaughey from uh, from fucking Days and Confused in that he is routinely hitting on high schoolers. Yeah, he loves it.
1: Yeah, that was a little creepy. I don't I, mean, I don't really get what the angle was
2: with that.
0: I don't know. He's a lost Busey man.
2: Uh, well, th- here's the thing. I'm this is a criticism I can throw this movie without feeling really, like because I do like this, but there's a few things about it that don't sit well with me. And one of the big things is the jokes that have aged like dog shit. Like nearly all of them. Well, no, no, no. In just terms of like of cultural appropriateness, like there's a couple weird gay jokes, and then there's uh, kind of a a rapey joke a little later on involving Randy and somebody else.
0: Oh yeah, doesn't he? Uh, they're talking about the okay. So this
1: is the scene, literally.
0: Yeah, this is the scene. So they're at they're at Jungle Burger for a fucking memorial service,
1: right? Because Anton goes to Peanut and and fucking Seth Green. He's like. Oh, you know, you guys, you know, do you know anything about Satan? They're like, "Ah, oh, no, we we didn't go. We didn't go there. We just, you know, and then they explain their whole we didn't want to walk the whole distance thing." Oh yeah. And he's like, "Do you know anyone that knows anything about Satan?" And then it's like, "Oh, we do." And then it cuts to the fucking burger or jungle burger where Randy's at, like trying to pick up fucking like morning women. That guy who listens to Motley Crue, he knows about the devil? Yeah, like what the fuck? That is
2: indicative this was written by someone who must have been like didn't know shit about anything old enough to be around when
1: people were like hair metal is from the Devil,
0: Satanic Panic. It was the '80s, man.
1: I think that's the joke that they're trying to make. Whether they're successful making that joke or not, I think that is literally what they're going for. The joke
2: is coming nearly
1: two decades later. Like, oh yeah, yeah. (laughs)
2: But it's also a piss poor
0: interpretation of it as well.
2: Yeah, the guy's wearing a fucking Quiet Riot shirt. Like, (laughs) what?
0: (laughs) I don't think they ever sang about the fucking devil, you
1: ass. So yeah, they go they go to the burger joint, and it's like all these these uh, you know. High schoolers and you know adults and whatnot just mourning over these twins who have like Steve Irwin ass like safari outfits on in their fucking picture.
0: <laughs> I didn't get this at first because I'm like, what the fuck? They both look like a fucking wild thornberries.
1: Well, they both work for the fucking burger place. That's the whole thing.
0: I know, but I thought they were like butterfly catchers or something.
2: Here's the thing: if I found out that someone buried me um, and then used a picture of me in my work uniform. At the fucking fast food joint I probably regrettably worked at, I would climb out of my grave and I would just bother you for the
1: rest of existence.
0: Their memorial service is in front of the fast food place.
1: Well, that's where they died, man. Oh, that's right. The fucking girl he's hitting on a uh, Randy. He's like, oh, yeah, how well do you know him? She's like, I didn't really know him well at all. I used to make fun of them. I said they were losers. They wanted to go on a double date with me. And I was like, there's two of you. Go suck each other off.
0: <laughs> and then Randy goes, well, did they? <laughs>
1: Cut. Like, what the fuck? They're fucking brothers. But yeah, beyond, besides the fact that that joke doesn't, is, is fucked up, just add that additional layer to it. I just laughed
0: at it because I was just like, Dude, "It's just a throwaway thing," but like, I thought that was funny because it was just so ludicrous.
2: It's kind of, it's kind of Ben Stiller, uh, Zoolander esque. But did they? Jesus Christ, man! There's just some things
0: you don't talk about in public <laughs> <laughs> at someone's funeral.
2: <laughs> or someone's memorial. So then he's like, uh, he's like, they're there. And then he puts his fucking arm around her, and I was like...
0: Oh, yeah, he's like, I graduated high school three years ago, he says.
2: That's gross, because this girl could be 17, and you're an adult. He's going to take that
1: chance, Connor.
2: Uh, but then Anton shows up and is causing, like... A massive public disturbance. He's like,
1: where's the guy who knows about Satan? Mind you, every scene his hand of is fucking freaking out while he's having conversations with people.
2: He looks like he's doing the fucking Humpty Dance, man. Like, all over the place. So, uh, Randy freaks out because uh, this girl that, uh, he's been hitting on, thank God, leaves, um and he's like how dare you cock block me man Ugh. i thought we were friends and then he peels out and runs over <laughs> the runs memorial out. in his fucking
0: monster truck and it's the funniest <laughs> shit ever
1: because he literally runs over the picture with all the yeah, <laughs> just to get into the fucking drive through even not even just to leave yeah
0: he fucking goes into the goddamn drive-thru to order a bunch of food and he runs over the fucking memorial. It's great. That that was a good gag. Like, I wish this movie was better.
1: Anton witnesses this and he's like, oh, I gotta get answers out of this guy. So he, like, sneaks in the back door and, like, takes someone's fucking uniform and, like, adds an additional layer to his outfit for the rest of the film.
2: He does, like, an abridged version of the Leguizamo sketch from The Pest where he dresses as the Chinese food delivery man. Exactly. He takes the
0: fucking hat from, uh, from the memorial. Because, like, the twins' hats are, like, on the memorial, and he, like, takes one of them and puts them on.
2: And then he, like, goes in the drive-thru and starts, um, he's waiting for Randy to pull around. And, like, his hand is, like, like, slamming itself into a big fucking bowl of just, like, freshly ground disgusting fast food meat. So Randy pulls up, and he's like, Jesus Christ, fucking Anton, is that you in there, man?
0: And he's like, tell me everything you know about the devil. And he's like, I don't know, man. It's, you know, rock and roll music is, like, you know... Mozart and it's
2: like what dude and he's like yeah it's like that except like heavier yeah in in having nothing to do with the devil
0: whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean
2: and then Randy gets up to the window and he's like you know what he's like because he's like uh Devin Sauer Anton's like I can't control what my hand's doing it's doing weird stuff and he's like oh he's had that problem all the time he's like gotta keep yourself busy you know what I mean Probably implying masturbation, I think.
1: Oh, no, it is, because he does, like,
2: the jerk-off motion.
1: Yeah, but he's also saying, like, hey, you know, I work on my truck all the time because it keeps me busy and keeps me out of trouble. Like, maybe try that. And he's like, huh.
2: Which actually isn't even that bad advice, because I'm like, yeah, it would actually keep you very busy and probably keep you preoccupied. (laughs) It's kind of, like, legit advice. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Except he's still, like, hitting on, like, high school girls.
1: Yeah. The guy, the guy's a wet fart, but he's clearly friends with fucking Anton.
0: Yeah, or he likes to th- like think he is.
2: Well, I mean, it, like they all—it seems like they all live in the same like four to five house area.
1: Right, they live on the same block.
2: It looks like they're all na- yeah, they're all neighbors, so it's believable. Um... And that's when he drops the movie's tagline. He's like, you know, what they say, "Devils, the idle hands, are the devil's playpen." He says, "Playground." Play, yeah. He says, "Playground," and later on, Devin Sawa says, "Playpen." And I thought, I thought it was gonna be a running gag where everyone just fucks that line up the rest of the movie. Like, you know, what they say, "Devil ha- idle hands, are the devil's house." <laughs> <laughs> idle hands, are the devil's car. It's Herbie Hancock.
1: At, at this point, too, um, you know, he goes back to the house after he gets this fucking information from Randy, and he's there. He's like, oh, yeah, he's like, I gotta keep my hands busy. He's fucking, like... Knitting. Yeah, he's got the, the knitting needles, and he's making a fucking scarf or something. And
0: it's like Rob, Zom- like, Rob Zombie's, uh, like, Dragula. Dragula is on the TV. <laughs> it's
2: playing. Which is funny, because, like, this time of year is the only year I listen to Rob Zombie. And, yeah. <laughs> like, that song came on. I was like, all right. Did I am the If you don't control the hand, then why would suddenly deciding to knit cure this they give you temporary control of the situation like i don't understand
0: because he's doing something with it is is the whole thing
1: well seth green also calls him out on that and is like i think that's just a saying man i think you're reading too much into it. and he's like oh no it seems to be working and he's
0: like i think that's just a metaphor man
1: and this is also you get you see fucking peanut fucking smoking a ball and the smoke coming out of his neck because he's got his head like upside down taking the hit like in his lap
2: i can't remember how but there's two cops from earlier Pull up on, like, fucking, uh, Anton's house. Yeah, noise complaint
0: from playing Rob Zombie too loud.
2: Turn that fucking shit off.
0: <laughs> Turn that goddamn
2: Rob Zombie off. Dig through the ditches and burn through the bitches. Turn it down. I can't hear you. I'm listening to Super Beast. <laughs> Don't they see the bodies in the on the, on the, uh floor like as soon as they get up close to the house
1: well they don't see the parents they just see Peanut and uh fucking seth green they're like oh my god
2: oh that's right
1: and this is when they, they they drop that line where they're like oh we should call him back up and the other guy's just like no no we we don't want to get the feds involved we need the glory
0: so they kick down the fucking door and uh they go in and devon tells like holy shit And he's like freeze motherfucker!" and uh he's he's like knitting it and the guy's like drop the drop the needles <laughs> And,
2: uh, and he's like, I don't want to do that. And he keeps knitting in their face, like <laughs> yeah,
0: he's like, I can't do that. And Foggy Nelson's like, Hey, uh, may I suggest it? And the cop, f- fucking Sean Whalen, freaks out and shoots, the
2: fu- <laughs> shoots Foggy right in the fucking head. So then they, yeah, like put, they're like, put the needles down. He's like, can't do that. And he's like, actively knitting while having guns put in his face, which I find to be very amusing. Like,
1: <laughs> and then Peanut goes after he gets shot in the head. He's like, I was gonna tell you to like just chill out, but now just kill him. Like, fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs>
2: And Seth Green's like, yeah, kill this fucking cop. And the cops are obviously freaked out because they're talking to zombies and a man who's knitting aggressively at them. And I, he's like, uh, he's like, cuff me. He's like, I'm going to cuff you. He's like, do it. Cuff me.
1: They're like, put down the knitting needles first. And he's like, no, just cuff me.
2: And he's like,
0: put down the needle. And then this motherfucker gets rocked right through his ear with the fucking sewing
2: needle. This was awesome. It was cool, man. I like it. Anton fucking drives a, a sewing needle or a, a knitting needle through this guy's ear out the other one and he fucking spins blood shoots out of his head and he falls down dead anton takes the taser off his belt and shoots sean Wayland in the face with it <laughs> and lights him up like a fucking christmas tree he barbecues him it's fucking awesome um so now he's killed uh what 10 people at this point
0: i some some something like
2: that but we've only seen four so then anton goes full ash uh from evil dead 2 and he's like i'm gonna cut this fucking thing off uh, and then he like puts it in like,
1: like a food gu- a guillotine. He puts it in a fucking bagel guillotine, and yeah. the <laughs> fucking p-nub is like, "Hey, that thing doesn't even cut my fucking bagel, man!" And it <laughs> immediately breaks the second he lowers it onto his hand. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's like, "God damn it!" He smashes it down, and the fucking blade, the ba- the blade like bends. And he's like, "Hey, give me that!" Uh, what does he ask for the Turk? The um. The, the turkey slicer? He pulls out a fucking cleaver. Well, no, he gets the turkey slicer first.
1: Oh, God, and he channels fucking Gunnar Henson. Yeah, and
2: Seth Green's like,
1: ah, ha, 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 and then it gets unplugged. It's been 25 hours since I held one of these babies.
2: <laughs> it's
0: been 20. It's been three Thanksgivings since I handled one of these babies.
2: It's been too long. My knees don't work.
0: I don't have an extension cord, so fuck it.
2: For an actor we supposedly love, we have no problems
1: shitting on his performance in that one movie. <laughs>
0: I'm telling the man should never talk.
1: So he gets the meat cleaver, and he's trying to cut it off, but he's playing fucking, like, whack a moles His hand keeps moving. Yeah. And then eventually, uh, Peanut puts his fucking head on the table... Because he's sick of holding it or something. And then uh, Anton's like, wait, bite my hand. And then he does. And then while he's biting down on Devin Sawa's hand, Devin Sawa cuts his fucking hand off.
2: And then, like, Seth Green, who in, like, there's a weird subplot slash gimmick of Seth Green suddenly being very handy. Yeah, what is that about? He just, like, he's always running off to get something to fix something. So this is, like, he... Anton cuts his hand off, and then Seth Green immediately runs over to the following room, grabs an iron that is plugged in, and just fucking slams it onto Anton's bloody stump co- and cauterizes it. And he, he spots—he's like, "He's cool, man. We we'll stop the bleeding." I'm like, "Why are you suddenly uh, proficient at
0: survival? <laughs> Why are you? Su- how are you suddenly a survivalist?" And he's like, "He like puts like a rag and like a plastic bag on it or whatever." Yeah, I'm like, "This is kind of intuitive." So then Devin Sawa throws the fucking hand in the microwave.
1: But but. Peanut and fucking Seth Green don't see this cuz they're like oh we're going to go back to Peanut's place to get some medical supplies.
0: Yeah cuz they're like that's going to get infected we need to get some like ointment or whatever.
1: And again
2: I'm like that's very intelligent that's actually what's probably happening right now so yeah do that
0: so the hand they throw the fucking hand in a, in a microwave and he like fries the fucking hand which is pretty cool because it like starts popping and like shooting blood all over the place it's fucking like totally baked
1: this this is also the time the first time in the movie i mean the hand's been moving independently the whole film but it's been attached to Devin saw this is the first time in the movie you actually see it moving on its own like climbing around and it looks pretty good and there's a reason for that
0: yeah the hand is christopher hart and Christopher Hart has one other credit as a hand. If you could possibly guess. It's fucking Evil Dead 2 or it's, or it's Thing. It's Thing from the Adams Family <laughs> movies. <laughs> So all of that great fancy fucking handwork goes to uh, goes to uh, goes to heart, man. He, yeah, here he here he is in all his glory. He
2: is the evil idle hand. I yeah, and I have to say, like the performance as thing in Adam's family is incredible. So yeah, <laughs> Bravo.
0: Let's get yes, give him give him a uh, the proverbial hand. Oh dear
1: God! <laughs> you know I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna make you pull that knife out of my back, okay? <laughs>
1: fucking hurt. You know what? I gotta say something, though. This guy, he knows how to play a fucking hand. You gotta give him that.
0: Like, I could see how that'd be funny. Like, the director was like, oh, let's get the guy from Adam's family that plays Thing to play the fucking hand.
2: Okay, now, here's my question. Like, what if it wasn't, and they just called him and said like, hey, can we credit this fucking animatronic hand as you? It could literally be anybody's fucking (laughs) hand,
0: okay? There's nothing, like, unique about it.
1: Well, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he was, you know, known for, like, the way he could articulate, you know, the hand. I don't know.
2: I could do the same thing. Most of it is covered in makeup and/or a puppet. It's David Duchovny's character from Zoolander. (laughs) <laughs> Second Zoolander reference.
0: So he barbecues it in the fucking, in the microwave, and he, like, yes. locks it in there.
2: And then Molly shows up, and she's like, we're going to the dance, remember? I'm like, I forgot. <laughs> Who could care?
1: Well, because, yeah, she's at the door in her fucking angel costume, which was the only thing I remembered about this movie, besides the hand getting cut off.
0: Which is just her fucking nighty with wings on it.
1: Yeah. And she's, like, knocking at the door, and the whole time she's, like, waiting out there, she's like, it's cold out here, like, let me in. And she's like, I don't like to be held up. And the whole time she's, like, trying to get him to let him in, he's, like, fighting with his hand before he throws it in the microwave. And he finally answers the door, and she's like, well, you know, Anton, if your costume just wasn't ready, you could have just said something. It would have come a little later. And he's like, uh...
0: I'm good. She's like, what are you supposed to be? He's like, uh, I'm a fast food employee who got his hand cut off.
1: There's kind of, at least in my opinion, a a pretty funny uh, visual gag with that. When he gets his hand cut off, fucking Seth Green, like, wraps it in a Target Uh, plastic bag the
2: target symbol is right
0: on his thumb yeah so they go to the fucking dance and then uh seth green and foggy nelson come back to the house and they have burritos
1: oh yeah because you know foggy nelson was saying how oh yeah i got those uh microwave burritos at my house too so they, they come back with them while devin sawa is basically trying to convince molly like hey uh maybe we need to do this another time and uh, he sees them walk in the house and he's like, oh, oh, I'll meet you at the dance. Like, trust me. She's like, you're not going to stand me up, are you? And he's like, oh, I never would. So she she's convinced to go to the dance and he goes back in. And in the time that it takes him to convince her to go to the dance while he takes care of something, they fuck the whole thing up. <laughs> they go to fucking cook these burritos. And the second they do, the hand jumps out and breaks their window and they, they make zero effort to stop. They're just like, huh, that was weird. All right. Says three minutes. They don't give a shit. And they
2: just fucking crudely throw the burrito in its wrapper in the microwave.
1: Yeah. And then you have this fucking scene where Peanut's eating his burrito. Oh, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. This is, again, this
2: is where Seth Green's character suddenly becomes, you know, proactive because he's like, you know what? That's it, and he decides to reattach Peeta's head by stabbing it with a fucking a, like a fucking steak fork or some shit. Yeah, and then slams it onto his head. This is like a gag. This whole sequence feels like it was ripped out of a fucking uh, like a movie like Dead Alive.
0: It's ten minutes of zombie shenanigans for no reason. It's just like, come on, the movie's almost over. Just look, let's come on,
2: let's go. Yeah, um, and then he sl- so he slams his head back on that he eats his burrito, and Seth Green's like watching because he knows it's about to happen. So he eats his burrito, and then it just like oozes out of his neck yeah like the nurse eating the fucking porridge so and seth green is like hold on i can fix this too runs off and comes back with duct tape i'm like what the fuck what are you this little genius like what's
0: (laughs) (laughs) everything is conveniently in in the next room
2: but also like his 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 knack and sudden interest in just repairing things so he duct tapes his head back on so he can eat his burrito uh and then that's it. Then we cut to the bowling alley. Oh,
0: yeah. Vivica Fox's character decides to show back up. Well, we see Randy and he's, like, bowling. And he's fucking shit garbage. He doesn't eat gutter ball, like, immediately. Yeah, it's one pin. And Vivica Fox, like, comes into the bowling alley for reasons she like sits at the bar he like starts hitting on her immediately
1: and he has these two other friends that are with him that are like making out and he's like don't you guys have a dance to get to and they're like oh shit we gotta do our costumes
0: you coming man and he's like nah I'm going to go try to fuck Vivica Fox. So he like sits at the bar with her and he, and she's like, he's like, Hey, how you doing? You come around here often? You like to bowl, want to bowl a couple? And she's like,
2: uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And okay. He says, he says, what brings you to bowling? I was like, most people are brought to bowling because of bowling. What are you oh, what are you doing here at the bowling alley? I don't know, hunting elephants. <laughs> it's the pins. It's the arcade, of course. That's why we're all here. I'm here to play uh Virtual Fighter 2. <laughs> I'm here to play T2. I am here to play Magnum Force. <laughs> I'm here to play Area 51. <laughs> so he's like, "What brings you to bowling?" and she just fucking vomits out lore.
0: I'm I'm part of a religion of people that swore to protect people against this demon hand and I have to kill it. And he's like, okay, I'll help you. I know a guy who has a crazy hand. She's like, are you fucking serious? He's like, yeah, I swear to God, let's go see it. She's like, okay, let's go. And then they go to the dance. (laughs) <laughs> or debt or anton's house
1: she's going like 80 down a fucking 15 mile per hour street with this fucking uh it's like a it's like a van
2: winnebago kind of looking thing it's an airstream like an old ass airstream yeah it's basically it's
0: a winnebago basically
2: and like so they pull up in front of anton's house and she's like all right i'm gonna take care of this and then like i think they see them leaving the house heading to randy's house and he's like he's like kitten don't let them steal my Ford. Oh, he keeps calling her kitten.
1: Well, Anton, he comes back after telling Molly just to go to the dance. And he sees, like, that, you know, they're eating the burritos. And Seth Green goes to open it to put his in. He's like, oh, don't open that. The hand's in there. And they open it, and he's like, oh, shit, it's gone. And they explain, oh, yeah, it's not our problem anymore. Who cares? And he's like, dude, it's going to try to kill Molly. And they're like, oh, shit. And then he has, like, some fucking, like, preachy spiel about how, oh, man, you know, my whole life I just watch TV and smoke weed. I'm going to give it all up.
2: This is when they try to slam that $30 worth of weed into his fucking little, his his tiny bowl on his neck. This is the epiphany that, like, ten people I went to high school with had. Oh, my God, I'm just smoking weed all the time. Oh, my God, I'm throwing my life away, and all I'm doing is smoking joints. Congratulations, you're growing up. So,
1: like you guys were saying, uh... Uh, Vivica a. Fox. Her, her name's like Debbie La, LaCour or LaFleur or some shit. Uh,
2: Debbie LaCure.
1: She's like creeping up on them because like you guys said They she sees them leaving the house.
0: But they don't have a car so they fucking steal Randy's truck and they back up they fucking run over Vivica Fox.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking random like. Let's just knock her out and then like Randy runs up. She's like oh kitten. This is the other kind of raping moment where he looks around to see if anyone's looking and then just like Goes mouth-to-mouth on her, but then she wakes up, not because he was successful, but because his breath smells terrible. She
0: calls him, "You oh, you got the garbage breath, she says. <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. Ate a fucking whole onion before I did that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he did go to a fast food place. So then you get this scene where, you know, the uh, the hand is, like, walking down the fucking street with its fingers, and it cuts to uh, the, the school, and you get the two friends that were with Randy at the bowling alley with their fucking costumes on and all they're wearing are fucking kiss t-shirts with kiss makeup yeah
0: this is where you get to see Gene Simmons eat out Paul Stanley
2: you know now that you phrase it like that i kind of want to burn this movie in a
1: fucking tire fire <laughs> Well, we made it about an hour and 20 minutes in this movie without seeing any nudity, and then, uh, well, that's over.
0: And then them fucking Snoopy's come right
2: out.
1: They're in this car, and, and the girl's basically complaining, Oh, it's so hot in here, my makeup's melting. And you see the hand, like, crawl across the windshield, and they don't see it. So then, uh... You know, they crack the window, and the hand just sneaks in and, and, and fucking gets both of them.
2: Yeah, it, it it chokes and and breaks the girlfriend's neck, and then it pre-bloodies the boyfriend's face, because well before he gets his face smashed in the window, he's already got blood in
1: his head. Yeah. Well, I forgot the part, too, when, when she breaks her tits out, and he's, like, grabbing her, and then the fucking hand crawls up her and starts grabbing her boob, and she tits, doesn't even realize it's not his hand for, like, five seconds. Yeah, like,
0: come on, you feel the two hands on your breast, and then you feel this other hand in the middle
2: like <laughs> come on like you know what that that doesn't feel right it's like that scene from Watchmen, but way less interesting <laughs> where dr manhattan's like i got 47 hands
0: so yeah so the hand chokes the chick and like smashes uh, gene simmons's head against the fucking window and he dies
2: so slam cut into the school the
1: offspring is playing at the school dance
0: yeah it's not like offspring's playing over a pa system like it's offspring the band
1: yeah dexter holland's up there singing fucking uh, i want to be sedated i don't mi- actually i don't mind their cover of uh of that
2: it's fine i love the offspring but this is probably my least favorite offspring song but that guy sucks as an actor and it took me two lines of dialogue to figure that out <laughs> you know who's better Gunnar hansen i'll take it 2024 20, hours to go I want to be sedated.
0: I think I am sedated. Somebody <laughs> get me a fucking Xanax. My back is killing me. I've been sedated for the past 24 hours.
2: the only way I agreed to be a mosquito is if I was just knocked up on Xanax the entire time. My
0: arthritis is killing me. Somebody pull me a white Russian.
2: So Molly's inside dancing with the girl from the fucking memorial that Randy hit on, and now she has a name, Tanya.
1: They have kind of this again another visual gag where you know Jessica Alba has like the angel costume on, and her friend has the devil costume on. I
0: gotta tell you something. I'm digging uh, Jessica Alba's dance moves here. I don't know what she's doing. She looks like she's in pain.
2: Well, it's it's probably because she is probably on Molly as well. <laughs> yes, that's what it's like. That is the only way I can describe those moves.
0: She's like I'm wait I'm waiting for Anton. Win the swim.
1: Anton actually, he uh, he sends Peanut and fucking uh, Seth Green into the party because, you know, it's a Halloween party, so they fit right in. And he's like going to find the hand somewhere in the school. He doesn't know where but he's going to try to find it and kill it before it can do any more damage.
0: Yeah, they're supposed to protect Molly or some shit, but they don't.
1: <laughs> right, right. So, that's, so they walk into the party, and immediately that girl runs up to them, and is like, oh, man, who did your costumes? Great makeup. Want to make out? Well, yeah, because Peanut keeps saying, oh, yeah, it's a party. There's chicks here, man. And, and Seth Green's, like, disgusted by the concept. He's like, dude, we're dead. Like, that's kind of freaky.
0: And Foggy Nelson's just like, come on, man, I want to get fucking laid. Like, the whole time. And then later he's like, I'm never going to get laid.
1: So so he starts dancing with this girl that's in the devil costume. And Anton's, like, fucking running around the school like Tom Arnold at fucking 9 o'clock at night. And then
0: we cut to the fucking principal who's calling a phone sex line? What is the principal doing at this school at the Halloween dance, in his office, calling a fucking phone sex line.
1: So the hand crawls through, like, a window or some shit, and this guy's doing his sex fucking phone call.
0: He's like, he's like, uh, he's like, he's like,
2: oh, I'm gonna spank you with the ruler. Yeah, I'm hot. I'm so fucking hot, he says. He's like, I'm so hot, I can feel you touching me. Wait, I, I, it feels like I feel you touching me. Wait, I think you are really touching me.
0: The fucking hand crawls up his pant leg and is, like, massaging his dick, and then, like, rips out of his pants, and then he just dies off screen. This hand's got a Sense of humor, I I will
2: say.
1: How much of that was the thing actor, and how much of that was actually in the script? Do you think?
2: (laughs) He's like, he's like, no, I gotta be in his pants for this scene. I am committed to my craft. I'm gonna shove my whole arm up his fucking pant leg.
0: I have to put my hand, my actual hand, needs to be on his dick.
2: The principal actor just like eyeballs the director, and director's like, play it as it lies. Hart, man, he's a he's a real method actor. This guy, I love him. He is the Daniel Day Lewis of his craft. Okay. (laughs)
1: guy he's sitting at home he's waiting for a phone call for the next adams family movie to fucking <laughs> to drop <laughs> he's like i'm gonna get that call one day
2: so yeah he kills the principal by squeezing his dick to death so then like Devin out was running around he runs into the dance room where offspring still playing yeah he does like a max
0: Dennison, and he's like oh the witches are here you gotta get the sanderson sisters are back
2: get out of the dance club and they have the exact same reaction
1: well before that though he runs into fucking uh he runs, into, he runs into Debbie and Randy in the fucking hallway, and she's got this fucking ceremonial knife that she has on her. Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. I kind of love her like, she goes from 0 to 100, she's like, she's like, I, it's okay, I'm here to help. <gasps> Die! Yeah, and fucking Randy's like, yeah, kick his fucking ass. He stole my truck.
1: <laughs> as, as she's like about to stab him to death, he's like, "Whoa, uh, maybe that's a little bit overkill." I
0: mean, he did steal my Motley Crue tape, but geez, that's extreme.
1: Devin Sawa gets her to stop just long enough to be like, "Hey, look, my fucking hand is cut off," and she's like, "You stupid idiot."
2: Yeah, you let it go. What? I like how she she presented him with two potential options, like. Yeah, keep the hand so I can st- I can kill you and the hand dies, but please don't cut off your hands.
1: It's like Fred Gwynn in fucking Pet Cemetery. He-, he fucking takes them to bring that cat back to life, and then he's like, ah, oh, you know, sometimes dead is better. It's like, motherfucker, why'd you take me out there then?
0: Excuse me, Herman, why did you show him how to fucking bring <laughs> things back from the dead, you
2: asshole? I don't know. I have a problem, sir, okay? I just like to stand here and tell people about the dangerous animal cemetery down the road, right?
0: I used to be a judge, but then fucking... <laughs> Joe Pesci <laughs> ran me out of a job.
1: So yeah, then then you get the scene where he's where he's uh up on the stage like max from fucking uh, hocus pocus.
2: And uh the lead singer of Offspring demonstrating that he should Never, ever, 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 ever speak on film again.
0: It's like verbatim Hocus Pocus. Though he's like, "Yeah, all right, man.
2: Trick or treat. That was great Halloween joke. Okay, kid. You've had your moment. Now it's time to awkward pause. And then the hand falls on his head and like scalps him. (laughs) Yeah,
0: he rips the top of his fucking head off. And I was like, that was pretty cool too.
2: There's just a really fun novelty of watching a severed hand murder the lead singer of the Offspring. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: think this is the only time this happens in history
2: um and everybody runs and then
0: it's just like a big like everybody's like oh the hand or whatever and the the hand like locks the door and like breaks a fucking lock off so they can't open it molly and tanya like tanya gets a bright idea she's like come on the only way out is to fucking crawl through the vents like fucking john mcclain and she like pulls the thing off and they go in there these vents are huge yeah they're
2: gigantic so they like they they crawl in these fucking these ventilation shafts and like for some reason why was the fan on i don't remember it's it just is it's just on it's it's perpetuating the air throughout the whole fucking building so okay there, like for some reason there is a death trap in this the ceiling of the school uh presumably it was designed by john kramer do you want to play a game with a fan you, i know you've been pretty you've had it rough since your wife died john you want to come design our school <laughs> i would be happy to <laughs> hello tanya so then they their are bright ideas to like escape by jumping down uh through this fan by wedging it shut with tanya's high heel uh which i don't think would work very well i think it would just shred it jessica alba like dangles this shoe
0: like next to it the fan like hits it and then it catches it and then stops i feel like it just fucking chopped the shoe in half if Ernest can't stop a fucking garbage truck with a baby doll head in the gears there's no way she's gonna stop this fucking fan with a high with a fucking pump i just no way
1: uh before the hand goes in there and rips dexter holland's fucking head off or scalp off i should say it uh, it fucking sharpens all its nails in a pencil sharpener, and so you hear like as the hands coming up behind them in this ventilation shaft, just the clicking of the fucking fingernails on the on the metal.
2: It yeah, it looks cool, and you only see him sharpening the one finger, because the other fingers were kind of they're they're hidden behind the hand itself. And then he kind of, it flays its fingers up to show all of them are sharpened one by one by one. And I'm like, that was actually really cool looking. Well, it that see, that scene's creepy. And I'm
0: like, this kind of could have been, like, I don't know. I'll save that for the end. But, like that scene
2: looks creepy and it shot well i like it i like it a lot um and it, it's it's like seemingly throwaway, and it's this throwaway thing that's done very very well
0: it's literally to scalp the singer from fucking
2: <laughs> offspring and that's it yeah because then like they they skirt around ever having to show this hand again by putting it into a f- fucking puppet so uh yeah so jess galba they go to jess galba makes it down to the fan they have rope what are they? oh it's the whip right so yeah Jessica galba lowers in the on the whip and then um the hand is there and then fucking turns the whip into a noose and he drops Tanya through it. And then the fan turns back on. It sucks her up and cuts to pieces. I
0: wish they showed it.
2: Yeah, you just get more uh, strawberry jam. Just...
0: just, get Alba gets fucking sprayed with blood. And then, like, Seth Green and, like, Foggy are, like, going through the vents. And they come across her and, and he's like, oh, my God. Fuggy's like, "Oh, Tonya's dead. Oh no.
2: Now I'll never get laid." But like it's like there's nothing left. It's just like isn't it just like fucking blood and guts everywhere. It's just goo. And then somehow I don't remember fucking how this hand gets a hold of Molly. Um or how it it manages to tie her to the hood of a car the roof of a car
1: she goes into uh the art studio what have you and then uh the fucking hand drops like a fucking clay pot on her head and knocks her out
0: oh that's right yeah she goes ow and then falls down
1: you don't see how Devin sawa gets there but he ends up in the in the uh art room too and he's looking around and he kind of stumbles past the clay pot and he sees these, like, puppets in the display, like this art project.
2: This is fucking stupid. This is fucking stupid. This was done exclusively so they wouldn't have to use uh, any kind of uh, hand effects. Right? You think so? I think so, too. So, like, the puppet... That's the puppet. Yeah, he, like, there's a fucking... The hand is in a puppet, or a series of puppets. Yeah. And Devin Saw has to, like, fight all of them. And then he finally catches it, and he, like, has the hand in the puppet. And then... <laughs> beat up and Mick fall to the ceiling and knock him unconscious
0: and guess what the hand gets away
2: yeah again Um, and it has Molly again like tied in like six or seven different ways to the roof of a car that's attached to like the fucking... Uh, Mc- it's just a car lift, like, if you lift it up to, like, change the oil or whatever. It's the thing I've killed people with in the Punisher game. And then there's,
0: like, a fucking giant pentagram, like, painted in blood on the ceiling.
2: Yeah, I don't know how this hand got all this done. Is
0: the goal to, like, impale, like, to, to crush her against the ceiling?
1: Yeah, so it can steal her soul, because Vivica a. Fox talks about how it always comes for a soul in particular on you know the fu- on the final night
2: for 23 days every 23rd spring it gets a soul this pup it, this puppet i keep wanting to call it a fucking puppet because it basically is now the hand is in a puppet and it's like pulling this lever to lift the car up and something to try to smush jessica alba it's emoting It ha- it's face changes yeah the fucking puppet's face change expresses emotion that's where i'm starting to like i'm kind of getting angry <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm like i i'm like i get the zombies this is
1: the point Connor, that got you angry
2: <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm like i get the zombies and the fucking stupid ass hand thing but like when you like when somebody that shouldn't have these properties just suddenly has these properties and you haven't set up that this can happen like like it's just a puppet why is it smiling and then why does it have sharp teeth and like and like a furrowed brow yeah it's it's a it's a it's a puppet that was inside a school and you didn't tell me that this hand could you know it gives supernatural properties to things it was you know currently in holding yeah inhabiting yeah puppeteering i don't know this is a new thing <laughs> or whatever mick runs off as they're trying to pull this lever down and finds first of all this is still a school and no one would have built this thing and left it there no what does he call it mighty joe bong
0: yeah but he, he keeps saying he built it and seth green's like
2: you didn't build that and that's like a running joke. Uh, it's this—it's this, it's this ridiculous-looking bong. It's made of like exhaust, but actually, honestly. I would probably own this thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's be real. You're calling this thing ridiculous, but wouldn't you want to take a hit off that?
2: I would totally take a hit off that. <laughs> it is obnoxious looking, and, like, it, as far as novelty smoking pieces go, it's pretty interesting looking. Because it's fucking ridiculous. Like, I need to hit it. It is nowhere near as awesome as the dude's um, mug bong from Cabin in the Woods, which ma- which broke me in half the first time he, he fucking extended it like a goddamn lightsaber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They start hitting this bong for originally for quote-unquote strength yeah um like Peanut's like
2: i need me spinach so let's take a fucking bong rip
0: so that we can lift this fucking car or like beat this fucking demon hand do
2: they know how weed works because if you the more weed you smoke the less useful you are yep
1: you know see i, I don't agree with that it really depends on what you're smoking what's
2: the sativa uh okay here's the thing you may you may be productive within within a half hour of taking this kind of hit but initially Um, you're going to want to take that in. You're going to want to sit down. It makes me want to take a nap. So then, like, Anton, like, let's go the fucking lever, and Jessica Alba's like, you're smoking me with your friends? What the fuck? Yeah. Even Jessica Alba's like, Jesus Christ, can we get on with this already?
1: (laughs) Not to mention that the little bit of clothing she had on, they accidentally ripped off as they tried to, like, grab her off the fucking roof.
2: Devin Sauer rips this girl's fucking dress off, and she's just exposed. Anton runs over and like rips this thing ridiculously. I'm surprised it didn't come with a full-on... He pulls this massive hit in and then blows it into the puppet's bottom? Yeah. And then the puppet's head turns around and its eyeballs roll into the back of its head and now it's got little stoner veins. (laughs) Yeah, like it's bloodshot. Like bloodshot eyes all of a sudden and passes out. Yeah. I'm like, these are not rules that you have set up at all. It's, again... I can get the zombie thing because there's an in, there's there's an in joke there that kind of explains away the stupidity of it. But there's nothing with this.
1: You're also talking about a, a demonic hand, like that that thinks for itself. It doesn't have a brain. Why the puppet? <laughs> because I agree with that. They probably did it to save money. But also, I mean, you think about it, if they just blew that fucking hit on that, that hand as it is, yeah, maybe it would work. But the idea that it's in this fucking puppet where it can't escape at all. Are
2: you telling me that they hotbox the hand into defeat? Yes. That is the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard. Basically. <laughs> it's like the only thing about this movie I just actively hate. So they, yeah, they stop the, they stop the, the lift.
1: As like, they, they make a point to show that it's like literally pressing up to Jessica Alba's nose.
2: Yeah. And she's like, did we win? <laughs> and they're all like high-fiving and shit. <laughs> and she's like, "Could you please cut her down? And then like the hand makes one more lunge at Anton, I guess. And then like Vivica A. Fox runs in, throws the knife at it, and <laughs> it hits it square in the palm. And it lands in Seth Green's chest. And then it goes like, Eah! and then it goes, Poof! and just disappears. And Seth Green's like. That's it. No hellfire, nothing. No, no pyrotechnics. That was it. That
0: was weak. And then Vivica Fox is like, "All right, great. Now it's time for the druid fucking
2: ritual- ritualistic sex." And then she's like, "Come on, Randy." And he just goes. Yep. And then Anton dies the end or at least that's what should have happened. Yeah, seriously though.
0: That would have been a good that would have been a good way to end this.
1: No, but instead you have you have uh, Anton and Molly start making out, you know, they get her off the top of the car and uh she kind of like back they're under the car for whatever reason and she backs up to be like I don't remember what she says she's like she goes to say something to him and then like the two other guys are like fucking around and they accidentally knock the lever down and it fucking crushes Devin Sawa like under this car
2: here's the thing it doesn't just crush him like he's laying down and it falls on his legs it crushes him like an accordion. Yeah, he should be a pile of bones and pulp. Oh, he's he's either paralyzed. If he's alive,
0: he's paralyzed. But he's not. He's dead. He's flat. <laughs> there's no uh, way. There's no this way. A- he should be a fucking zombie because, like, spoilers, he didn't die. Um, and he's like in a hospital bed, all bandaged up. And Jessica Alba's there, like kissing his ass. And he's she's he's, he's like uh, he's like oh yeah. Uh, i fucking you know i didn't want to go into the light because you know you were here and i needed to come back to you and she's like oh that was real nice that you decided to stay here with me instead of die or whatever
2: (laughs) (laughs) like that's basically the exchange i'm glad you chose me over brutal death yeah she
1: keeps pecking him on the cheek or on the lips rather and then you see uh the the two fucking buddies Peanut and and seth green appear they're now angels and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're your guardian angel now. And some nurse comes in and is like, oh, he's hallucinating.
0: Yeah, and then they leave because visiting hours are over. And they're like, hey, buddy, can we get you anything? He's like, yeah, give me some of them fucking crunchy doodads from the fucking uh, vending machine. So they're like, you got it, pal. And they leave. And uh, Devin Sowell looks up and it says, uh, I am under the bed just like in the beginning with like the black light paint and then it cuts to the hallway and he's like screaming and seth green and fucking foggy nelson are walking down the hallway and he's like he should we fucking tell him we wrote it on there and seth green's like nah fuck him and then it just cuts to black <laughs>
2: and that's the movie <laughs> it's a weird fucking movie um i looked it up earlier while we were right before we got going i didn't know that this movie was such a fucking train wreck at the theater oh come on you didn't know that this movie cost 25 million to make and only made 4.2 million because it's a piece of shit here's the thing like it's not a movie i hear it's not a movie that i don't ever hear about i hear people mention this more than uh, you know more than not and it seemed like it's it's kind of in my generation's uh, conscience um, and it's just weird to know that it came out and just fucking flatlined. I think I think it had life on DVD, and that's maybe about it.
0: I remember this movie when it came out. It was, like, 7th or 8th grade, um, and it was just like, oh, that's that movie with the hand and the fucking stoner guys and the dick jokes and the hearty fucking hoars and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's funny for, like, a fucking kid in 7th grade. It's not funny for, like, an adult.
2: Oh, this this movie was reminding me consistently that, like, it was speaking directly to 15-year-old me. Oh, for sure. Especially when I heard Static X, I'm like, oh, shit. Especially push it off of Wisconsin Death Trip. I'm like, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. If anything, it was just like a fun
2: little time capsule with like a bunch of 90s shit in it. And it's, you said earlier, it's it's Devin Sawa post being like a, a, a childhood heartthrob. Yeah.
0: Like, he's right on the cusp there of, like, being a full-blown adult and,
2: like, nobody cares anymore. Yeah, and, like, what the fuck happened to him? I don't know. I don't know what he's... I think he's doing, like, some TV now... I guess. I don't know. Because wasn't, like, I feel like the last time I saw him was in, um, Final Destination. Oh, yeah, he was in fucking Final Destination. Yeah, he survives the first one. And in the second movie, he, survi- he 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 survives a couple near-death experiences, and then, like, he falls off, like, a fire escape ladder, and, um, he's it, he survives, and he's like, oh, that was close. And then, like, the ladder collapses and crushes his skull. Oh, that was Devin Sow, Yeah, it goes right into his eye. Seth Green has kind of since moved out of acting and just basically works on Robot Chicken and kind of does a lot of writing. Oh, he's done, he's doing really well for himself, nowadays yeah um we've talked about uh we keep calling him foggy nelson um but uh, eldon henson has he we all know him as fucking fulton from mighty ducks yeah and he did this and then i didn't see him for a long fucking time uh and now he's in marvel's daredevil oh yeah i think he's great though i i think he's a good actor i mean i think he's actually he's one of the better parts of daredevil yeah um, because he's he is the other side of 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 matt's moral compass where he's foggy's the one consistently questioning his bad decisions exactly um and vivica a fox i think she came up here and then popped up in Kill bill and that was the last time i saw her (laughs) and Jessica Alba won't go away <laughs> but yeah she, she's been around forever and she's fucking done a shitload of TV but uh, yeah how do we feel about this yeah we're, uh, we're what do I, what kind of uh, treat do we have today folks how, how do I describe this it's something like I don't mind um, and I liked at times but I could definitely not Eat this all the time. See, I would say a Cadbury egg. That's Easter, because I think as an adult, if I eat a Cadbury egg, I might die. Oh, a Uh, (laughs) Cadbury scream egg for Halloween with the green shit in it. That's my favorite. It's like, uh, it's it's not a specific candy, but it's anything like gratuitously gooey with lots of like really unhealthy garbage in the middle of it. um, That again, uh, if I eat as an adult uh, too much of, I may puke.
0: Uh, This is a popcorn ball for me. You know, you're like, oh fuck, I love popcorn, and then you take a big bite of it, and it's just dry. It's dry. There's no flavor, and it just leaves your mouth tasting I'm like shit. That's that's my conclusion <laughs> of this film.
1: For me, I don't know. I actually really like this movie. Um, I, I I agree that a lot of the jokes don't land, but the ones that do, I think, are pretty effective. So I'm I'm gonna compare this to like a Laffy Taffy.
2: Okay, I've uh, go ahead, but I I got my candy.
1: I'm saying Laffy Taffy because it's chewy. And, and it takes a little bit too long to eat, so that's that would be kind of like the fat of the movie, all the bad one-liners that Seth Green uh, fucking throws out there. I, I could do without, but the overall package, the flavor I enjoy, the, you know, when you swallow that hunk of fucking uh, candy when you're done chewing on it for like 10 minutes, and it just goes down your throat kind of uncomfortably, but you still enjoy it. Um, you know, that's how I would describe this movie. I like it enough. I,
2: I'm taking back all I said. This movie is Milk Duds, um, because Milk Duds are really fantastic on paper, and then you go to physically chew them, uh, and it's agony, and they rip out your fillings, and they get stuck in your teeth, uh, and you need a doctor or a dentist or a very powerful toothbrush to get them out. So this movie is tasty, but it's also kind of annoying.
0: So that's it. That's Idle Hands from 1999, directed by Rodman Flender. If you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Follow us at Movie Dumpster on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, check out our sister podcast, The Phantom Zone, hosted by our very own Connor McGraw. You can find them at phantomzonepodcast.wordpress.com. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean Rourke. I'm Connor McGraw. Thanks for visiting The Dumpster.
1: Move it, people! Let's go! Some of us are on serious missions here.
2: There's evil
1: out there, and I got a ticket's ass!
2: Hang on. Isn't that a little chancy? I
0: mean, this is a movie. All the creepy things are supposed to stop the Earth. It deals with demons. Demon resurrection and those forces which roam the forest and dark bowers of man's domain. The first few pages warn that these enduring creatures may lie dormant, but are never truly dead. It's Halloween,
2: gentlemen.
0: Halloween, have you forgotten? They're coming to get you, Barbara. You know, it's Halloween. I guess
2: everyone's entitled to a good scare. Trick or treat.